from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 26, clearly loses the ball. Breakaway opportunity for Asbury. Smith tries to block the shot, but Asbury finishes. She's in double figures with 11. And it's a one-point game. The steal leads to points. Unfortunately for our fans, and I, I, I feel bad that this is how we finished out the fourth quarter. I feel bad for our seniors, you know, but, but we tend to play better on the road. So hopefully, you know, what we've been traveling with all season, we take on the road with us. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. So a real damper from a Baylor perspective on senior day in the Farrell Center. Bears swept by Iowa State this season. They lose big today to close the regular season. 73-58, Cyclones the final score. Yeah, Bears going to fall to 11-7 in the league and still a lot of basketball left to be played. But this is disappointing. Uh, you, you just have to give Iowa State a high five. You just do. Follow the Bears through March Madness on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's uh, Big 12 tournament time in Kansas City. Yeah, and uh, uh, I know one thing, uh, coming off a game like this, we'll be hungry to play. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Welcome to the John Morris Show on a Monday. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Highlight cuts from Saturday. Baylor men fall in their senior day game to Iowa State. Baylor women fall in their senior day game to West Virginia. Rough day in the Farrell Center on Saturday. Both teams uh, losing in their senior day regular season home finales. Welcome in. Talk plenty about that today. We'll check in at Baylor Baseball as we like to do on Mondays. Visit with uh, Jim Blair coming up in just a moment. But uh, And I am coming to you from our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron is in the Allen Samuel studio. And Aaron, how are you? How was your weekend? And uh, how'd you make it through the weekend? It was good. Saturday wasn't much fun, but you, know, you got to let those things kind of roll off and get ready <laughs> for the next week. Boy, isn't that the truth? I talked to somebody, you know, this was this big Baylor Bold weekend, you know, 13 home events from Tuesday, I mean, from Thursday through Sunday, and a big push, you know, uh, rewards, you know, depending on how many events you attended and all of that. And it was, and it was great. And the weather was great. And uh, softball did go three and one. Baseball went two and two over the weekend. But I, I did the uh, men's basketball game, of course, and then the women's basketball game Saturday on TV. And I was talking to some Somebody leaving the women's game and they said yeah we went to four events today and Baylor lost all four <laughs> of them. that was my, uh, yeah, that, that was not good that was my weekend I yeah ran the men and the women's game and uh, did you as that was going on Baylor softball was losing yeah and yeah. Uh, Baylor baseball was losing the first of that double header right Right. Baseball bounced back and won the second half. And softball, uh, that was their only loss of the weekend. They lost to A&M and then beat A&M yesterday, 2-1 to one in eight innings. So. That's that's a, as a, I was like, well, at least softball. And then I went and checked and Van <laughs> exactly. was running it. And they were, he was like, no, they, lost. they yeah. lost. That was the first game. And they were losing the second game, I think, four or five runs. They came back and won. But, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I was like, okay, this is – Baylor, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Baylor Bowl's not going as planned, but, yeah, you know, it happens. It does, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and everyone lives to play another day for uh, basketball, men and women. They are off to Kansas City in the Big 12 tournament. We know the seeds now. We'll look at all of that coming up in a bit. The Baylor men uh, will be a four seed, taking on five seed. Oh, look, it's Iowa State again coming up in their tournament opener on Thursday. You know what? I love that. I think that's great. Iowa State beat Baylor twice during the regular season. I love having another crack at them. And uh, as Coach Drew said, that clip we used in the open, they will be ready. Baylor will be ready to play. 
Yeah, it, it works out great. I, I if you can't get you know, Coach Drew still hasn't won a tournament, Big Twelve tournament title, and you're opening up against a team that beat you twice badly. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, fifteen both times. Yeah, so I mean, if you can't get motivated for this, then you're not going to get motivated for anything. But they will be. Yeah, they absolutely will be. And I ran that idea past somebody. And they said, yeah, but Iowa State beat Baylor twice. And I said, I know, that's the point. <laughs> it's not going to happen a third time. I just think Baylor will be very, very motivated uh, to play when they open the tournament. The Baylor women will be the sixth seed in the tournament. Their loss to West Virginia on Saturday dropped them to a sixth seed. They'll play third seed Iowa State, a team they split with during the regular season. And, you know, from a Baylor perspective, you're looking for uh, positives uh, going into the tournament. And, you know, Baylor played so well in road games this year. They were, I think, 6-3 and three in the conference in road games and 4-5 and five in home games in the conference. Well, if they play Iowa State in Kansas City on Friday night, it's going to be like a road game because Iowa State, those people come out, man. They uh, pack up and come from Ames to Kansas City, not a long drive at all, and they are there for both the men's and women's tournaments. Yeah, they'll have a good crowd, <laughs> no doubt No doubt about that. They always travel well. Yeah, so technically a neutral site game, but uh, fan-wise, you watch or listen and see what it's like uh, in the stands there. Men playing at the uh, T-Mobile Center, women playing for the final time this year at Municipal Auditorium. Next year, both tournaments will be held at the T-Mobile Center. So we'll look at the entire brackets uh, coming up in a bit. The men's basketball awards have been announced. Uh, short version of that, Keontae George, the Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Congratulations to him. We'll look at all of those coming up the women's awards come out at five five o'clock this afternoon uh that's for the year the the weekly awards for the women are out and dariana little page bugs is the big 12 freshman of the week for the eighth time this year eight times she has won that uh second most in a season all time uh remember ioka lee from Kansas State, uh, she won it 12 times one year, uh, her freshman year, obviously. She won it 12 times in 17 weeks. But then uh, Dariana Littlepage-Bugs with eight weekly honors, second most all time in that category. So that's what we've got plenty to talk about, and uh, we'll continue after a short break. A little bit later, Jim Blair will join us, Baylor baseball assistant coach, talk about the weekend for Baylor baseball. All coming up, John Morris Show on a Monday. Beautiful weather outside, touching 80 again today. Let's check weather, and we'll be back with more in just a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. And the weather this hour is brought to you by Richard Carr. For over 20 years. Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac has built a reputation as people you can count on for automotive sales and service. Off Highway 6 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Another gorgeous day, sunny and warm this afternoon. Tonight, clear skies and cool with an overnight low near 54. Tomorrow, another gorgeous day, partly cloudy and warm again with a high near 83. Currently 81 at ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. It's on to the Long Beach Cal State Fullerton Tournament for Glenmore and Baylor softball. Five games in four days beginning on Wednesday and running through Saturday for Baylor softball. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear softball on 101.3 FM. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Did you know 
Now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Monday. We are uh, we are coming up. Get the party started in Kansas City. Headed to Kansas City uh, tomorrow with men's basketball. Women go to Kansas City on Wednesday, and the tournament begins for the men on Wednesday. For the women on Thursday, the Baylor men play on Thursday. The women play on Friday. Welcome back, John Morris Show. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. So here's a look at the brackets. Uh, first for the women, how about that? Texas and Oklahoma, co-champs in the Big 12 this year. First time in, uh, in 12 years, really in 13 years, that uh, Baylor has not been the Big 12 conference champ. So that goes back a ways. But Oklahoma and Texas share the title this year. Going into the tournament, Texas the number one seed because they swept OU during the regular season. As such, Texas will play well. The tournament begins on Thursday, two games, 5 o'clock on Thursday at Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. Uh, eighth seed Texas Tech takes on number nine seed Kansas State. And then at 7.30 on Thursday, seventh seed Kansas will play number 10 seed TCU. The winners there go into the uh, quarterfinals on Friday, which begin at 11 a.m. on Friday. Now, this is the women's tournament. Fourth seed Oklahoma State versus number five seed West Virginia. That's 11 a.m. Friday morning. It's on ESPNU. Second game at 1.30, top seed and regular season co-champ Texas will take on the winner of that Texas Tech-Kansas State game. Night session begins at 5 o'clock. Two-seed Oklahoma will play the winner of the Kansas-TCU game. And then the nightcap on Friday, 7.30 start time, Third seed, Iowa State versus number six, Baylor. So uh, heading into the postseason tournament, Baylor will open play on the air at 7 p.m. Tip-off at 7.30 on Friday, Baylor versus Iowa State. The two split during the regular season, uh, each winning on the other's home floor this year. Remember, Baylor knocked off the Cyclones when they were number 12 in the nation. One of their one of Baylor's really big wins this year was against Iowa State in Ames. So now they'll meet for a third time coming up and uh, really the rubber match 
between the two. All the women's games, Baylor women's games, on 104.9 FM during the postseason. So uh, put a preset there and remember that for Baylor women's basketball, 104.9 FM. And television on Friday will be on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. That's where you'll find the majority of the women's tournament. Uh, the championship game on Sunday at 1 p.m. will be on ESPN2. All right, so that's the women's tournament, Big 12 championship from Kansas City. Men's uh, shapes up this way. Uh, Kansas, the uh, regular season champ for the 21st time all time, the 20th and 17th, 17th time in 20 seasons under Bill Self. They are the number one seed in the regular season champs. They'll play the winner of the uh, first game of the tournament on Wednesday, eight seed West Virginia versus number nine seed Texas Tech. That one will be 6 p.m. on Wednesday from T-Mobile Arena in uh, Kansas City. Uh, and then that will be followed at 8.30 by seventh seed Oklahoma State and 10 seed Oklahoma. So those teams, especially, Aaron, don't you think uh, Oklahoma State and West Virginia – don't you think they need wins on Wednesday and then need to make some noise maybe on Thursday to uh, to help themselves with an NCAA tournament bid? I think I think West Virginia's probably in even if yep. they lose. Yeah. But I don't think that they would want to take that chance. Right. Um, yeah, and, and uh, definitely I think the other teams are going to need to win a couple of games if they want to make the playoffs. I'm trying to find uh, the latest bracketology real quick. Yeah, look at Oklahoma State, see where they stand. And I, I, gr- I agree with you. I think West Virginia is pretty solidly in. Uh, West Virginia beat K-State in the regular season finale on Saturday. That's another big win, another huge win, top 25 win for them. Oklahoma State went to Lubbock and beat Texas Tech. Um, so they snapped a five-game losing streak with that win in Lubbock. Um but still, any anything you can do, I mean, every game you're going to play in Kansas City is a quad one potential win. So anything you can do there to help yourself would uh, would be beneficial. Yeah, and I'm looking, I'm trying to find, that's not possible, is it? Well, they have uh, Oklahoma State in the first four out, and I don't see West Virginia. Hmm. Um but I think that they're that's because they're not even in the last four buys now. I don't wow. think. Wow. Okay. Um, trying to think if no, I mean they only have seven Big Twelve teams making it right now. So wow. Okay. They don't even. That's weird. They had West Virginia as one of the last four buys. They lost a close game, and it looks like they don't even have them anywhere in. Interesting. Including no, no, no. They okay. Finally found them. Find them okay. I was like, that's weird. Yeah, but uh, they're K State. I'm saying. Yeah, they have them e- even. They have them uh, firmly, and they're a ten seed, which means they're not okay. even one of the last four buys. So they're right. not even in danger of making the play-in game. I don't think even if they lose, go one and not and and done in the Big Twelve tournament. Oklahoma State, like I said, they're first four out, so they need probably two wins, and I think they were in, and and I think. Texas Tech and or Oklahoma would have to probably make the finals to get in the tournament at right. this point. I agree with you. Yep, I agree completely. All right, so that's that's uh, the way it opens on Wednesday night, West Virginia, 8-seed versus 9-seed Texas Tech, followed by 7-seed Oklahoma State versus number 10-seed Oklahoma. Uh, then on Thursday, things really get interesting. Thursday morning, 11.30 tip-off, 11 a.m. pregame here on ESPN Central Texas. It's 4th-seed Baylor versus number 5-seed Iowa State. And uh, you know what we said there, Cyclones swept Baylor during the regular season. And uh, third meeting between the two uh, and and back-to-back meetings uh, since Baylor played and lost to Iowa State in the Farrell Center on Saturday. I'd have to look and see what year it was, but one year uh, we lost to Nebraska in the final game of the regular season. It was on a, a Saturday, and it was senior day, and – it was just such a downer. I, I don't remember what the seeds ended up being in the tournament, but it was just – I remember that as being such a downer to lose, you know, on senior day, but to lose to Nebraska like that. And then got matched against Nebraska in the first round of the Big 12 tournament and turned around and beat them, you know, like four days later. So uh, that that 
that can happen certainly, and to me it works in Baylor's favor. I, I think our coaches will, uh, you know, probably after the game on Saturday went to work uh, developing a plan uh, to to get past Iowa State, and then we'll get to see that play out on Thursday morning. So both teams uh, uh, safely in the NCAA tournament. Baylor at Iowa State opens on Thursday at 11.30. 2 o'clock, uh, top seed Kansas will get the West Virginia Texas Tech winner. Uh, the night session at 6 p.m., two seed Texas will get the Oklahoma State Oklahoma winner. And then the nightcap on Thursday, three seed Kansas State versus number six seed TCU. Um, both those teams, uh, both those teams lost on Saturday, right? K-State lost to West Virginia, and TCU lost to who? Man, I can't remember. Um, Did they lose to Oklahoma State? Maybe. Uh, No, Oklahoma State played Tech. I know that. I'll I'll double-check. I'll find it. But I think both of them lost on Saturday. It was kind of a day of upsets, really. Um, But K-State and TCU, of course, uh, very safely in the NCAA tournament, and uh, they'll match up for the nightcap on Thursday from Kansas City. Yeah, West Virginia beat Kansas State 89-81. to Okay. And uh, Oklahoma beat TCU. Ugh. Oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> 74-60. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Wasn't that wild? Wasn't Saturday wild? It was. There was, I mean, just every top team in, across yeah. the country got beat just yeah, about. Exactly. Except and for Houston, and they had to have a, a buzzer beater with one second left to beat yeah. Memphis. Yeah. Alabama lost, didn't they, on Saturday yes. also? So, yeah, and it all started with Baylor losing to Iowa State on trend Saturday setters. morning. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that, that started that trend. Uh, semifinals will be on Friday, 6 and 8.30. The championship game is Saturday for the men at 5 o'clock from um, T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. The uh, All Big 12 awards have been announced on the men's side. We told you Keontae George, the Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Congratulations to him. That is a terrific honor, especially this year. I am, uh, in my mind, it came down to him or Grady Dick from Kansas but uh, nice that Keontae George gets that freshman of the year honor, especially this year, you know, with uh, so many good freshmen, so many good players, so many good teams in the league. That is a, a terrific honor for Keontae George. Jalen Wilson from Kansas is the player of the year. Dewan Harris from Kansas, the defensive player of the year. Keontae Johnson from Kansas State, the Florida transfer, is the newcomer of the year. Jabari Rice from Texas, the sixth man award winner. K.J. Adams from Kansas, the most improved player. And the coach of the year, I'll give you one guess. Aaron, who's the coach of the year in the Big 12? I was going to make a joke, but we know it's <laughs> we know it's Coach Tang, well-deserved, right. and should be the national coach of the year. Um, May very I, well be. I saw one, and look, he did a great job, too, that uh, Shaka Smart won, and Coach yeah. Tang's already won one. And I don't want to take anything away from the ones that – the the ones that have been awarded, but they're not the big ones yet. Gotcha. You know, right, it's not right. the AP Coach of the Year or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely Coach Tang in the Big Twelve, and I think between him and Shaka Smart for the national awards, it's going to be close. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see who who gets picked. I That's think it should be Coach Tang, but Shaka Smart has done a great job after you know getting fired at Texas, yeah. going to Marquette, and turning that program back around and getting them back to be the powerhouse that they've been for quite a while yeah no question top 10 team uh in in marquette all right so coach tang jerome tang his first year at kansas state the uh, big 12 coach of the year first team all big 12 adam flagler from baylor a unanimous choice that's a great honor for Adam Flagler, and I think very deserving. Jalen Wilson of Kansas, a unanimous choice, first-team All-Big 12. The uh, Kansas State duo of Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel, our first-team All-Big 12, and then Marcus Carr for Texas rounds out that list. Uh, All-Big 12 second team, Keontae George is on that from Baylor. Gabe Kalsher from Iowa State. Grady Dick from Kansas. Damian Ball and Mike Miles from TCU is the second team. Third team, All-Big 12, LJ Cryer from Baylor. Third team, Kevin McCullough of Kansas. Khalid Boone from uh, Oklahoma State. Serge Jabari Rice from Texas. And Eric Stevenson from West Virginia. Uh, the all-newcomer team includes Keontae George. The all-freshman team includes Keontae George, a unanimous choice 
for the all-freshman team this year. So those are the honors on the men's side. And you say, what about the women? Well, those come out at 5 o'clock today. So we'll definitely cover that tomorrow, but uh, that's not out yet. So see where uh, Dariana Littlepage-Bugs might be there. Maybe she's the freshman of the year in the Big 12. And Sarah Andrews, I think, very deserving of uh, all Big 12 recognition. We'll see how that plays out when the women's team is announced at uh, 5 o'clock today. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, turn our focus to uh, Baylor baseball and Baylor ballpark. Bears won uh, or split a a four-game series with the Penguins of Youngstown State over the weekend. We'll visit with with assistant coach Jim Blair about that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on a Monday. Brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. At 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano, they got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett your mark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. For goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a public service announcement and a warning to be vigilant. As you know, for over six years, we've been fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas, a noble cause you think everyone would be on board with, right? wrong. So we will get phone calls with people saying, we don't agree with your cause and you should take those offensive ads off the air. We have even had negative reviews strictly because we've taken our fight to the airwaves enlisting good citizens like you. It only proves one thing. Communism is alive in America. The battle is real, people, and we need your help. But we're not asking you to do it alone. That's why we've slashed prices on all solid bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 and 20% off. Stay sharp, my friends. Keep Texas free and don't drive a naked truck. Get more details on the Pickup Outfitters website, createacommotion.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Get your wings now at Fazoli's. Visit Fazoli's today for irresistible, crispy, craveable wings. Start with traditional or boneless wings tossed in your choice of signature sauces. Savory, sweet, or spicy. Served with your choice of creamy blue cheese or ranch for dipping. Indulge in an order of crispy, saucy wings or add them to your favorite Fazoli's dish today. Dine-in, drive through or delivery only at Fazoli's where everything's better with wings. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary by location. Fazoli's and logo are federally registered trademarks of Fazoli System Management LLC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor men in the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josea Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's assistant coach Jim Blair with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back as we talk Baylor baseball on this Monday. We're joined by Baylor baseball assistant Jim Blair. Uh, number one, it's great to visit with you. It's always good to see you. I'm coming over to your place to uh, record the interview. Love coming to the Baylor ballpark, and there's some more uh, things going on outside the ballpark like there are inside the ballpark. Yeah, no, uh, definitely appreciate you uh, having me on and giving me an opportunity to talk to you a little bit today, and uh, excited to be here for sure. Very good. How about the weekend, Youngstown State? Uh, split of four games over the weekend. How did you feel about the way the team played and progressed this weekend? Uh, there were some things that we that we're improving on um, as you look at the weekend and you know in the rearview mirror you know you we could have gotten out of there with all four of those games and you know had opportunities to win all four and and then certainly you know the, the they could have completely gone the other way as well so you know you get out of there with the split um, obviously bouncing back on Saturday after the Friday night game and getting a win was big had an opportunity to take the second one as well and then you know and then coming back on Sunday after losing the the second one on Saturday and being able to bounce back and get another win, I think is um, is a good sign that we've got some fight in the last I think in the last six or seven opportunities that we've had in those games. Um, considering where we've been from a record standpoint, we've actually you know we've been the first team to score in most of those games. So I think our guys are ready to play. Uh, we're just, you know, continuing to work hard to piece everything together and, and find a little more consistency. Friday uh, had to been tough. I mean, you guys looking for a win, needing a win, and to lose it like you did on Friday, that's tough. Yeah, you know, that's that's baseball. Um, you know, you've had games that go that way. Uh, I don't think we were necessarily at our best offensively. I think we had opportunities to score more runs throughout the course of that game. But you know that's 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 the beautiful thing about baseball. It's there's no there's no clock that's running. Um, you've got to get the other team out 27 times, and and so when you have opportunities to extend leads, you've got to take advantage of that because you never know how it's going to end up in the end and when the other team's going to get hot and get some traffic out on the bases. So definitely disappointing, but proud of our guys for bouncing back on Saturday and finding a way to get that first one. Good. Let me ask you about a couple of guys seem to be going pretty well. Uh, Colby Branch, a freshman. Uh, I think 12-game streak now coming out of the weekend. Tell me about him. Well, if you haven't uh, if you haven't been out to the ballpark to watch us play this year, I think he is worth the price of admission by himself. Um, he's a very exciting player, ultra competitive. Um, you know where he's at right now as a freshman. Just his level of competitiveness and knowledge of the game and his ability to execute, he's, he's very exciting to watch. Uh, I enjoy watching him play. You know, even as a coach, you're kind of sitting there watching, you know, um, the fundamentals of the game and kind of how the team's executing. Uh, he's really easy just to sit back and kind of watch him go about his business. It's actually been really impressive what he's done so far. Yeah, fun. Uh, it's one of the young guys you've got on the roster. Fun to see him. It'd be fun to watch him grow and develop. Uh, how about Kobe Andrade uh, playing really well, it seems, and he's just an extra base mach hit machine, isn't he? Yeah, he's really put a lot of those together. He's he's a pretty dynamic player. You know, he's we've obviously used him on the mound. 
around, um, hitting in the you know the top of the order for us. He's he's got a pretty dynamic swing. I think like a lot of our other guys, you know, considering the amount of it, you know, the little experience we have out there, the more experience he gets, the better he's going to be. The fact that he's got I don't know eight or nine extra base hits at this point of the season really speaks to his ability level. I think when he starts to become more consistent, he'll start finding more hits here and there and kind of put his whole package together. Pitching-wise, a uh, really good start for Blake Helton on Friday night. Yeah, Blake did a great job, you know, bouncing back after the last couple of weeks and giving us an opportunity to win. Um, really filled up the strike zone. I thought his stuff definitely played up compared compared to where it had been the first two weeks, which is, you know, typical early in the season. You don't know where guys are going to be until they get their feet under them through about week five or six. But he definitely competed well and, and gave us an opportunity and held them down for a while. So he was it was good to see him do what he did. And um, that was a step forward for him for sure. Good. Well, and what's the number with your pitchers? Nine of 13 games. I may have that wrong. Uh, double digit strikeouts. You had 13 strikeouts on Sunday. Yeah, no, those guys. I think strikeouts are always indicative of ability level. You know, when you have guys that can punch guys out, they've got uh, really good stuff. And, and, you know, when that's happening, it, 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 it can be good and bad. It's, it's good. You know, your defense has to make less plays. Uh, but but they're having less opportunities to make plays. So sometimes it's tough to stay in rhythm as a defensive player. Um, the issue with that is if you're striking out a bunch of guys and then you walk one, one or two here, then then the defense tends to get on their heels. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, having done pitching in the past, I'll, I'll take a staff that can punch people out any day of the week. So Yeah, a lot of pluses there. I think it was mixing my numbers uh, that Max Calderon gave me. I think Andrade has uh, nine of his 13 hits are double digit or uh, X extra base hits. So that's what that was. You uh, you did some numbers. I think you, you uh, get credit for running these numbers after the UTSA game last Tuesday. Uh, share with everybody just numbers that kind of show the, the uh, at-bats uh, for your players compared to the teams you've played so far. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, anything intentional, but, you know, Tuesday's game, of course, I had, I had coached there and uh, there were only two players left on that team that I had actually recruited. One was their center fielder, Sir Dashney, and one was their second baseman, uh, Leighton Barry. Both are very good players. But as I'm sitting there looking at them, like, you know, both those guys are 23 years old. I recruited those guys back in 2017. So I started looking at, like, in the state of college baseball today because of COVID years and what have you, uh, it was the same situation at Duke um, where five of their hitters in their lineup were either seniors or graduate students. So you're talking about 22- and 23-year-old men. So I went back and looked at, you know, our opponents compared to we are because we know we're a young team. And, you know, on that lineup on Tuesday night, we had about 250 returning at-bats in our lineup combined, everybody in the lineup. And then I went back and looked at Duke, and they had about 1,700 at-bats in their lineup. And uh, Central Michigan had about 1,500. And UTSA had about 1,800. And so... I put those numbers together for coach just so we have perspective, um, not an excuse or anything, but trying to remind ourselves of the development of the players and, and growing the kids that we have in our program. Like, look, our average age in the lineup is 20. Most of the opponents we're playing, it's 22. They've got more experience. We're, we're in the initial parts of this. We've got to work to really develop them. Um, and just kind of put it, like I said, it's not an excuse, but it is reality. So we need to make our decisions on how we're going to develop based on the information we have and, and what the reality of the situation is. So, But every day we go out there, you know, Kobe Branch starts to get more and more at-bats. In two weeks, Kobe Branch will have more at-bats than most college freshmen will throughout the country this whole year. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge advantage for us. Um, you know, and he won't be like a freshman anymore. He'll essentially be kind of a sophomore. And so, um, you know, it's just perspective for, for where we're at right now as a program. Yeah, really good information and good for all of us to know and the fans to keep in mind. I, I think uh, the fans are there, man. It was really good crowds this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Yeah, no, I, you know, I haven't uh, – uh, being in the other dugout, you know, one or two times a year, you, you don't really get a sense of what the actual crowd is. But the support that we've had and uh, those that have been out there um, has been much appreciated. And it was a great
great weekend. You know, the weather was perfect for it. And, and you know, Saturday was a long day and having 18 innings of play. But uh, a lot of people stayed the entire the entire time. And so we're appreciative of the people that are there. I, you know, I just uh, – this team's young. I would um, – you know, I, I go back to Branch, and there's a lot of great young players in our um, – what Zach Mazok did on Saturday. You know, he had a huge, huge home run for us. And some good young players that are going to be in this uniform for a long time, I think they're they're, they're worth getting a look at for sure. Really cool. All right, look ahead. Uh, Dallas Baptist coming in tomorrow. Mercer for a three-game series this weekend. This long homestand continues. What do you see uh, for those teams coming in this week? Yeah, I mean, both those teams uh, – you know, DBU, I know, had a had a tough weekend, but they played a very good opponent in Southern Miss. Um, but DBU obviously is, um, you know, a perennial uh, top-end college baseball team in the country. And so and they're experienced and they'll be talented. So and they're going to be looking to bounce back as well. So we know that'll be um, – that game will be a, a tough game and we look forward to that opportunity. And then Mercer, uh, I believe, is 9-3 and three or 9-4. and four. So they've, they've won quite a few games in a row here in the last week and a half. So I uh, don't know much about them. I've never seen them. I will obviously get on the scouting report probably starting Wednesday morning and, and, and get all of our stuff together and kind of figure out more about them. But definitely two teams that are going to, you know, be challenging. But that's that's honestly what we need to continue to have is a high-level competition. We can kind of figure out and learn and, and continue to get better ourselves. Really good. Thanks for the visit and good luck moving forward. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. Blair, Baylor's uh, technically Baylor's volunteer assistant coach. But, gosh, a guy like that with that kind of experience, uh, you, you've got another assistant coach on your staff. Full, you know, the title, you know, speaks for itself, volunteer assistant. But he's a guy that played here, has been a collegiate coach, UTSA and other players, high school coach, most recently head coach. And just so great to have him back and on Mitch Thompson's staff. And I think you could hear how well-spoken he is. And he's the guy that came up with those numbers that our coaches are now – you know, spreading around, not to use as excuses, but the uh, difference in uh, at-bats for our players, our lineup, compared compared to other teams and other lineups that Baylor is facing. So that will be the case again tomorrow night. But DBU coming in, 6.30 first pitch tomorrow night, 6.15 on the air here on ESPN Central Texas. And then Mercer. Uh, I think I'm right. I think they're the Mercer Bears coming in this weekend for a three-game series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Baylor Ballpark. Great to visit with Jim Blair. Appreciate him. Oh, the uh, stat that I was struggling with there uh, is this. Let me give it to you from Max Calderon. Give him credit. Uh, Baylor pitchers have eclipsed double-digit strikeouts in nine of 12 games this year. That's impressive. And yesterday was the fifth time that Baylor had struck out at least 13 opposing batters. So there's some numbers you can build on, and it is a building process with Baylor baseball this year. No question about that. We got the right guy in charge with Mitch Thompson and the right uh, uh, assistant coaches in place around him as well. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays. We'll wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Closed on Mondays, as is the norm. Back open tomorrow. Check all their schedule and activities out on the web at thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Dallas Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for the Bears and the Patriots Tuesday from Baylor Ballpark. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor men end the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josea Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on a Monday from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. We're going to move out of here top of the hour and make room for Matt Mosley coming in. Aaron, what do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 coming up this afternoon? We will have the uh, head basketball coach of Baylor University. <laughs> we'll have Coach Drew on today during the uh, 5 o'clock hour. And uh, we will – he is working on another special guest. Can't talk about that right now. But we will be talking Baylor men's and women's basketball as they get ready for the Big 12 tournament, uh, both starting later this week, Thursday and Friday. And we will also talk about all the happenings from the NFL Combine, some really, really uh, – there, there are every year, but some really eye-opening performances by some of the some of the athletes at the NFL Combine, and uh, we will cover a bunch of college football and basketball stuff on Campus Confidential. <laughs> 
Very good. All right, a lot going on, and uh, regular season is over for basketball. Uh, tournaments beginning this week. Tournaments actually began last week. A lot of uh, leagues had their women's tournaments last week, uh, and there were some others, not just women's, but uh, it is already in the throes of March Madness. So plenty of games coming up, uh, and that'll be great to hear from Coach Drew coming up a little bit later uh, in the uh, uh, in the afternoon on the Matt Mosley Show, so keep it right here for that. And remember, game time, weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., back tomorrow morning at 7 with Tom, Ward, and Ryan. First word in local sports on game time every weekday morning at 7 a.m., right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, let's share some birthdays with you before we get out of here in the uh, 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Aaron, to start, I'm going to go back to yesterday, what we like to call Cinco de Marcho. It was uh, Turner Beard's birthday yesterday, our uh, second grandchild. He turned three, so happy birthday to Turner, and it was a real uh, weekend of birthday celebrations for Turner going back to Friday night, a party at Slow Rise, and Saturday he was at the Baylor game and uh, kind of sporting his new toys like he got a toy a trumpet and he brought it with him to the game on Saturday. And he got uh, these mittens that look like bear paws. He had those on. And Turner and Truett spent the night with Terry and I on, on Saturday evening. So that was uh, fun. That was uh, those guys did great. They did really good spending the night away from home and really fun. So happy birthday to Turner Beard, turned three yesterday. Uh, today's birthdays include our good friend Bob Bodine, a uh, great guy and uh, a guy who has uh, the uh, uh, I don't know what the exact term is. It's Eastman and Bodine. It's a, a headhunter place, you know, where they place people in jobs. Bob Bodine uh, worked uh, with Baylor closely. He's the one who got Coach Drew here, and there have been several others, big uh, big hires by Baylor through the years in which Bob was right in the middle of it. So I don't think he went to Baylor, but man, he's a Baylor bear, <laughs> and we appreciate him for all the great work he's done through the years, and happy birthday to Bob today. Uh, Andrew Billings' birthday today former Waco High and Baylor defensive lineman. Happy birthday to Bill. I think at the – I think he's with the Cleveland Browns now. He was with Cincinnati. He was with the Raiders. I think he's with the Cleveland Browns. So happy birthday to Andrew Billings. Uh, Dennis Daniels' birthday. Happy birthday to Dennis. Um, looking, lurking, scanning, scanning, moving down. Ryan Hendricks' birthday is today. Ryan worked with us uh, way back on Inside Baylor Sports. Happy birthday to him. And Danielle Ro Robarts, Kyle Robarts' better half. Happy birthday to Danielle. Danielle worked with us for a while. Kyle was here, and Danielle was here with Equestrian. Uh, and uh, happy birthday to Danielle today. All right, Aaron, who else would you add to our birthday list? Got a few today. David Gilmer from Pink. Gilmore from, excuse me, from Pink Floyd, turns 77. Connie Britton, who uh, has been in a bunch of movies and TV shows, probably most famous, as far as I'm concerned, for playing Tammy Taylor in the Friday Night Lights TV show. She also played the wife of the coach in the Friday Night Lights movie. Yep, yep. She played Coach Gaines' uh, wife in the Friday Night Lights movie, where Billy Bob Thornton plays Coach Gaines. So, uh, happy birthday to Connie Britton. She turns 56 today. John Stossel, investigative reporter extraordinaire, turns 76. Tyler, the creator, turns 32. And last but certainly not least, NBA Hall of Famer, NBA Top 50 player, and eight-time first-team All-NBA <laughs> center, Shaquille O'Neal, who will be DJing at the upcoming Big 12 basketball men's basketball tournament turns 51 today that's good aaron appreciate it and we're going to wrap things up here in the three o'clock <laughs> hour we appreciate everyone for being on with us and great to hear from jim blair from baylor baseball earlier today we appreciate it very much now stay tuned the matt mosley show is coming up next thank yeah. you so much hello everybody <laughs> keep up with the phillips 66 big 12